Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Right now, during the school vacation period, is the very best time for PTA groups and community leaders to get together in a team spirit to improve conditions in America's public schools. Many parents don't realize that three out of every five classrooms were overcrowded this past year. And in another six years, there will be eight million more children in public schools than there were this past year. Critical shortages also exist in the number of school buildings, in staff personnel, and in transportation. And these shortages will increase unless drastic action is taken. The citizens of many communities are now aware of the problems their public schools face. Does your community know of its public school needs? Are you aware of them? If improvements are needed, join with others in an effort to better conditions. Take an interest in your schools by working with local civic groups and school boards. Find out what is being done in other communities by writing to Better Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York 36. Better Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York 36. Day before yesterday, Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista dug up a dinosaur bone, a bone millions of years old, in his backyard. He and Mrs. McGee are a little excited this morning as they await the visit of a Dr. Eichelberger, the curator of the Wistful Vista Museum. Let me run through this once more, Molly. Better walk through it. It's a little confusing so far. Yeah, now look, when I and Dr. Eichelberger begin our discussion about philanthropology... Paleontology. Yeah, paleontology. You pass this box of cigars, see... Here, here, take the box and let's rehearse it. Now, now, be careful, because that's a dollar cigar. A dollar cigar? You mean to say you went out and bought a box of dollar cigars? There's at least 25 of them in this box. Now, don't get excited. I, I just borrowed this empty gold label box from Kramer's Drugstore, put my regular alfalfa cigars into it, and slipped this dollar cigar in on the top, you see? All we've got to do is make sure he gets the right cigar. Oh, aren't you the shrewd one? Mm-hmm. But what happens if the professor takes one of those alfalfas by mistake? <laughs> that's a silly question. I know what'll happen. I'll get those seasick pills that Uncle Dennis... Oh, stop worrying. He'll take the right cigar if you just handle the box right. All we do is lay the dollar cigar right on top, and when you pass the box, just move it around under his hand till he takes the one with the gold band on it. Well, I don't know. It seems like a lot of foolishness to me. What? Did you put the tea kettle on? Oh, yeah. Well, come on out to the kitchen. I'll show you the chi Lee we're going to serve the professor. Chi Lee. Now, look, McGee, the kitchen is my department. I'll fix a bite to eat for Dr. Eichelberger. Say, you didn't go out and buy chop suey or a pickled bird's nest or something. No, no, there's the chili on the table there. It's tea. Chili tea leaves imported from India. I picked this box up at Herb and Ruth's Herb and Root Shop at 14th and Oak. Oh? They got some very unusual things down there, Herb and Ruth has. I know. And the most unusual things in the shop are Herb and Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on people in those ceremonial robes. <laughs> yeah, that is a kick. Say, did you ever see that big Chinese gong by the door? The one her bangs on every time Ruth rings up a sale? You mean this one? That's the fleet days. What's that thing doing here? Dollar cigars, oriental gongs, imported chili tea leaves. What goes on? Well, this Dr. Eichelberger is the boss of the museum, see? He's probably been all over the world. We want to make him feel at home, don't we? 
Meet him on his own level. Oh, dear. I, I wonder how to talk to a professor, McGee. I suppose I call him doctor, huh? Oh, sure. Don't worry. You won't have to talk much. After the introductions, I and the doctor will take the dinosaur bone and retire to the study and... To where? To the sun porch. Oh. After we sit down out there, you keep an eye peeled, see? And when I put my hand up and scratch my ear like this, you trot out to the kitchen, bang the gong and say, Chili tea imported from India. Serve, my lord. What? Yeah. Then you bring the tea out, set it down and say, Have a cigar, doctor? Then you pass the cigar box and move it around under his hand till he picks the dollar one, see? And we're all set. Got it straight now? Yes, my lord. Mm. But I have sad news, my lord. The houseboy just quit. Huh? He and the gun bearer drove south this morning in the new rickshaw, chop, chop, and lickety split. So if you want any sound effects with your tea, you'll have to bong the gong yourself. Oh, gee whiz, Molly. I'm just trying to show Dr. Eichelberger that we know how to treat a great scientist and explorer. Don't worry. This, this guy's probably used to having his tea, no matter whether he's in the African jungle or halfway up the side of Mount Everetti. Probably used to having it served by a native tea caddy who carries it in on the flat of his head and salamis three times before he pours it. Well, we'll have a surprise for him today because tea will be served today by Molly McGee, knee Driscoll, late of Peoria, who doesn't know a chutney and soda from a hand-carved Hindu sati, but who brews a heck of a pot of oolong. <laughs> if I do say so as I shouldn't. Well, if that's all the cooperation I'm going to get, I might as well... That's it, that's it, that's him. That's Dr. Eichel Eichel. Yeah, Eichel. Hand me a box of cigars. Come in. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Eichelberger. You're Mr. McGee? Uh, well, I do have the right house. I'm Dr. Eichelberger. Oh! Oh, yes. Dr. Eichelberger, do come in. I'm Mrs. McGee, and uh, this is my husband, Mr. McGee. Uh-huh. Come in, doctor. McGee, put the cigars down, close your mouth, and say hello to the doctor. Hi, Doc. <laughs> Back to Westville Vista in a minute. May I tell you about a new cream deodorant that actually vanishes when you rub it on your skin? You rub it in, you rub odor out. You rub it in, you rub perspiration out. It's the new Arid with non-staining chlorophyll. Just try this amazing test. Take an onion, slice it open, and rub it on the back of your hand. Now take Arid with chlorophyll and rub into the same spot. When the light green color vanishes, all odor is gone. And that's exactly what happens to perspiration odor and perspiration, too, when you use Arid with chlorophyll daily. No other deodorant can give you Arid's exclusive rubbed-in protection. Arid has a vanishing cream texture, which gives you one and a half times the protection of any leading deodorant. Safe for normal skin and fabrics, non-staining, washable. Don't be half safe. Be completely safe. Rub in Arid with chlorophyll to be sure. Only 43 cents plus tax. (laughs) Go ahead, Molly. Tell me more. Well, when we opened the door and this attractive lady said, I'm Dr. Eichelberger, (laughs) McGee just stood there with the cigars in his hand and his jaw frozen open and he couldn't say a word. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, I miss all the fun. Where are they now? Out in the backyard. They went out just a minute ago to examine the soil where the dinosaur bone was found. Dr. Eichelberger is very excited about it, incidentally. Well, I'm not surprised. It is exciting. But look, I got an idea. Where's that box of cigars? The one he prepared for Dr. Eichelberger. They're on the coffee table. Watch but... for McGee, will you? 
Doctor, what are you going to do? I'm just removing this gold-labeled band from the dollar cigar and putting it on one of McGee's alfalfa coronas, the little smudge pots he smokes. But... When McGee comes back in, you offer me a cigar. Naturally, he'll grab for the gold label before I can say thanks. And then as he frantically lights it up, I'll reach in and get the dollar cigar. Ho, 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 I can't wait to see his face when he finds out what happened. Oh, no, I can't. Shh, here he comes. Well, that's exactly the conclusions I came to, Dr. Eichelberger. Oh, interesting. I feel the reason them prehysterical monsters irrigated to this suburban locale was on account of because it was quiet. Not many kids in this neighborhood. Even now, if you'll not... Oh, it's my good friend, Dr. Gamble. Pleasure, doctor. Always happy to see you, doctor. I hope you don't mind my dropping in at a time like this, McGee. McGee and... No, not at all, my dear friend, not at all. My door is always open to men of medicine and science. And ladies, too. I want you to feel free to bring me your problems at any time, doctor. Any questions? Yes, I have a question. Hmm? How does one get introduced to a pretty girl? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Allow me. Dr. Eichelberger, Dr. Gamble. Ph.D., meet M.D. Happy to know you, Dr. Gamble. I'm delighted, doctor. I've heard so much about the charming young curator of our museum and every Shall word Shall we of it retire is... to the study for further consultation? Yes, come along. There's more tea, doctor. Thank you. I would like to examine that fossil some more. It is a fascinating discovery, really. You ladies go ahead. I'll be right with you. Psst. Hold it a second, doctor. Huh? I feel great today, Fatsel. want you to have a cigar. Here, take one. Hmm. Box of gold labels, huh? Right. Nothing's too good for my friends. Help yourself. No, 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 no. Not that one, Doc. No, no. Huh? Take the one with the gold band on it. The rest are all alfalfas. They are? Yeah. I was going to fool Eichelberger before I found out she was a woman, see? Make him think I was used to dollar cigars, but after thinking it over, I realized money doesn't mean anything. It's your true friends that count. So here, take the buck cigar. Now, now, stop shoving it in my mouth, McGee. I don't... Ah, cut it out. Let me light it up for you. I'll smoke one of these others. I'm the only one who can stand them alfalfas anyway. Here, light up. That's it. But, but, but... Now, shall we join the ladies? (laughs) By all means... After you, friend. Oh. And it's been a wonderful afternoon, Mrs. McGee. You always enjoy a scientific talk, Doctor. And if we have your permission, then, I'll send a crew over tomorrow and we'll start excavating your yard. Ah, yes. I'll be happy to direct the digging. As Dr. Gamble here will tell you... Oh, I forgot. The good Dr. Gamble went home with a headache and a bad coughing spell. Oh, say, about the fossil, Mr. McGee, I wonder if you'd mind my taking that bone along to the museum with me. It'll be quite safe there. Of course. We're assembling a Tyrannosaurus Rex down there now. Just got it last year from our Wyoming expedition. Oh, Wyoming, eh? Yes, but when I think that your discovery may lead us to another fossil deposit right here in Wistful Vista... Oh, Mr. McGee, this is a great day for paleontology. You took the words right out of my mouth, Doctor. And just in time, too. He'd have choked on them. <laughs> and you wait right here. I'll take this bone out of the kitchen and get a box for it. Let me come around and take my picture for the National Geographic. Hi, oh. Mr. Oh, hi, Teeny. I didn't know you were out here. I came in the back door. Oh? Hey, what was that lady doing here? The one that came in after lunch with the briefcase, huh? Is she a lady FBI agent tracking down spies? No, 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 no. Haven't you heard the excitement, Teeny? I thought everybody in town knew about it. I was digging in my yard. Oh, there it is. Oh, boy. I've been looking all over for that bone, Mr. McGee. That's Margaret's. Margaret's? My dog, Margaret. That's his bone. What? This bone here? This one right here in my hand? Belongs to your dog? Sure, Margaret. 
Me and him, we were over at the park the other day, and he jumped in the basement window at the museum, and that's what he had in his mouth when he came out. That funny-looking bone. What? This... Oh! You know what? I looked in that window, and they got a whole basement full of old bones. Big bones, little bones. Deborah and Molly will be right back. The news as it happens. The complete news. That's what you'll hear as you stay tuned to NBC all through the week. Monday through Friday, there are such outstanding reporters and commentators as John Cameron Swayze, Morgan Beatty, Ray Henley, David Brinkley, and many others in a series of informative broadcasts. And on the weekend, you'll hear the inside stories of the week's news with exclusive NBC presentations like Meet the Press, American Forum of the Air, Youth Wants to Know, and many more. Keep informed the easy, complete way with NBC news coverage. And by the way, speaking of news programs, here's a word about something very special in the way of reporting. It's an NBC feature called Weekend, and it comes to you every Sunday afternoon. It's a two-hour radio newspaper bringing the complete news from headline stories to society page. Here weekend, every weekend. Well, it all turned out all right, McGee. Dr. Eichelberger got the bone back for her museum. Yeah, she promised Tini a soup bone for her dog, Margaret. We don't have to have our backyard dug all to pieces. So you can plant your flowers after all. And you can get out early tomorrow and spade up the flower beds for me. <sighs> this is where I came in. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Doc Gamble and Mary Jane Croft as Dr. Eichelberg. This is John Wald with the somewhat original thought that all's well that ends well. Although we must admit that it isn't always true in Fibber's case. Good night. Here, Henry Cassidy with the heart of the news tonight on the NBC Radio Network.